to whom do we attribute that change? You know, to that to those victories, uh, and and they are victories. I mean, I think we sh- we should be explicit about that. You know, yeah, they it's, are it's victories. Ve- it's very good that there's a lot less sexism and racism than there was 30, 40 years ago. Um, do we attribute that to center-left governments? Do we attribute that to radical movements and uh, and the effect that they have had in either forcing governments to become more liberal, more socially liberal, or in changing the broader social consciousness? Or is it something more structural that's happened behind people's backs that, some, that something about financialization or something changes people's relationship to one another and uh, leads to a, a, a less racist society? I think probably the market... I think the market, the liquidifi- liquidification, liquidification of, um, uh, you know, all that is solid melts into the air. Um, and the neoliberal state is, um, you know, that the, the market has an emancipatory aspect to it. And so insofar as the neoliberal state uh, helped to, or the neoliberal order as well, helped to dissolve um, some of the inherited um, kind of racial the old empires and racial ideas that were embedded in the social democratic order, I think that's probably attributable to the market because it's never gone as far as the radical social movements ever wanted. I mean, you need to contrast kind of um, uh, kind of gay marriage with old-fashioned queer liberation to see that. So I'm not quite, you know, it's I don't wish to dismiss the efforts of so many kind of campaigning groups, and I'm sure there's very specific... Um, concrete kind of legislative changes, say, I don't know, like uh, rape in marriage, for instance, that that's now considered legal, that I think you can probably identify as the effort of of um, it necessitated and required uh, conscious intervention by um, uh, groups that were organized in order to achieve those things. But broadly speaking, I think insofar as um, there's been the emancipation of certain minorities, um, and groups within um, capitalism in our era, it's attributable to the dynamism and emancipatory mold of the market and has simply been given, it's, it takes the form of, um, it appears as if it's sometimes the pro- achievement of a centre-left government, but it's simply the market dissolving gold hierarchies. Maybe, think, maybe, but the, but we know, that and, those, we know that those hierarchies are created by capitalist society as well, that they're not just holdovers from a pre-capitalist past or anything like that. So, sure, it and, creates and, and, we can and it see, dissolves. And we, can, and we can see today, actually, the, the emergence of kind of new reactionary movements. Um, so, you know, it's not as if the market has complete, has the progress of uh, commodification and alienation mm-hmm. leads to less racism and sexism. In fact, it, it, it brings forward new new forms, which we're seeing now. And, and you can, you know, the whole reference to, to hyper-reactionary neoliberalism that, that Fraser makes um, is, uh, you know, is, is an example of exactly that. That I'm, that, that I'm less convinced by. I think she, um, so I mean, I think so, you know, she makes the good point that Trump has actually done very little in terms of the, um, the kind of populist redistribution that he made kind of gestures towards on the campaign trail. And that most of his successful policies have been effectively um, have effectively just been the regular um, relief for millionaires, kind of Republican tax cutting stuff. So, notwithstanding that, yeah. though, you know, she he has done two things, which is, and you know, I, we can't falter too much on this, given that the book is short, and that it's um, that there's been you know things have developed quickly over the last couple of years. But he's held back the imperial war machine more than neo previous neoliberal presidents did. A, and B also that he um, his tariff wars and his protectionism I think are genuinely novel and they don't fit any kind of model of what you would call 
hyper-reaction neoliberalism or anything else. So I think yeah, they but any form of neoliberalism, yeah. Yeah, I think they fit a different model um, of how how capitalism is to be governed and whether or not it whether or not it embodies a new kind of more durable order. I guess we'll have to see with um, with whether or not he wins a second term. 